about two years ago, I started a compliance admin job for a transport company and I hated it. The work was depressing, the office was depressing, the people were depressing. Everything about the job was mind numbing. And who gives a shit about coaches anyways? No one gives a fuck about that. Because I know I don't. What made it worse is that it took me a while to get the job in the first place. That and the fact that it paid well for my age at the time. These two points alone would be enough for most people to sit down, shut up and get on with it. Which is why I quit after the third day. Started on Monday, left on Wednesday. I barely even started my induction, let alone finish it. And there was no way in hell that I was making it to the end of the week. No chance. It's an understatement to say that it was unbearable. And the worst part about all of that is that I had that feeling from midday on my first day. In all honesty, I knew the job wasn't for me the moment I applied for it. Yeah, I still pursued it because I was too focused on the promised salary. In essence, I sold my sanity for monetary gain. Now, I'm not telling anybody to quit their job. That's not what I'm telling you to do. I've always been good with money, so quitting didn't put me in a compromised position. And I think it goes without saying that money impacts your life in many ways. What you do, where you live, who you know, and what you consume. It's essential in this day and age with the ever-increasing costs of living. Anyone in denial of this is ignorant. If you gave a normal person 10 million, that would solve like 80% of their problems in life. So again, money is essential. However, the sole pursuit of money could ruin every ounce of potential you have. The battle to survive in today's society is unfortunately one that most people are losing, which is putting immense pressure on people to make ends meet by any means necessary. As a result, they work extra or unsociable hours to stay afloat at the expense of their autonomy. Think about it. People have no choice but to live out of alignment with their vision. Over time, everything ends up revolving around income. Money impacts our mental and physical health by pushing us down the well of despair. It controls us by altering how we think, understand, and react. The further down the well you fall, the harder the climb out becomes. And the sad reality is that most people hit rock bottom and don't make it back out, leaving them with no option but to live out the rest of their days confined to a life they didn't want without any hope of escape. With the importance of income in mind, you have to become the master of money, not mastered by it. Not everything in life requires a monetary value exchange. And as we established earlier, money's important, but it's not everything. Money is a social construct medium that allows parties to exchange value. Life, however, does not conform to social constructs. Life is holistic by nature. At times it may not feel like this because humans are prone to compartmentalizing different aspects of life for sake of ease. We're conditioned this way from a young age. Even since school, subjects have been divided up to concentrate our learning. Think English, mathematics, science, technology. To a degree, segmenting a particular subject and dissecting it in greater detail is a great way to learn. I'm not, I'm not doubting any of that. But that's where the learning stops and the flaws arise. Listen, I can bet. In fact, I can guarantee that you've uttered this phrase before. What use does this even have in everyday life? This is the precise issue. It lacks synchronicity with other aspects of life. We often aren't taught how individual components or subjects relating to the previous example act in unison to paint a picture of life. What links English to mathematics? How do they both relate to science? Where does technology play a part in this? I hope this is beginning to make sense. Likewise, money only makes up one part of the formula. Mind, body and spirit make up the rest. Or as I like to refer to it, modern holistic well-being. When combined, they encompass the interconnected design of a balanced life. This approach considers the importance of all aspects to achieve optimum human well-being. The aim is to maximise each quadrant as much as possible, thus helping us reach our desired state of living. If one or more of the quadrants become suboptimal, then our state of living becomes subpar due to the imbalance. This is a common mistake that a lot of people make with money. Prioritising the money quadrant at the expense of others is a sure way to ruin your life. Without health of mind, cognition runs rampant. 
Without health of body, the corporeal entity degrades. Without health of spirit, connection to a higher purpose fades. Money can enhance life and actualize one's potential. Once your income covers your living expenses, meaning it's not a worry of yours anymore, then you transcend into financial freedom. From here, if you structure things correctly, then you can achieve location freedom by not being bound to a specific location. And even better, time freedom where you no longer have to exchange your time for money. This kickstarts a synergistic effect between quadrants as you regain autonomy over your life. Financial abundance is the key that unlocks the shackles of wage slavery and rewards independence. This gives you all the freedom to pursue your true desires and achieve holistic harmony amongst quadrants. And the thing is that most people don't understand is that you have to be in it for the long run. Money permits the exploration of your potential, but it's not the determining factor. It's possible to find fulfillment and purpose before and beyond money. Yet the common approach that people take is skewed because their focus is flawed by default. Focus, the intransitive verb, to concentrate attention or effort. By definition, directing your attention towards something means you are choosing to neglect other things. It's singular intention concentration. The need to survive day to day causes most to focus on the now instead of the later. So short term decisions take priority over long term decisions. Drug dealing and OnlyFans are two instances that come to mind. They aren't concerned with the later because now is what's important. And whilst my morals don't agree with it, I understand the reasoning behind their actions, especially if their situation is in dire need of it. But back to the general understanding of it, the absence of a future vision creates short-sightedness and therefore a lack of clarity. Only with the knowledge of the destination can you plan a route. Keeping the desired outcome in mind helps with big picture thinking. It's a reference point when you feel lost, which allows you to zoom out, regain clarity of your actions and assess whether they align with your goals. Again, the sole focus of increasing your income is one of a four-part equation. Remember, money's an enhancer. If your mind, body and spirit are a mess, then money's not going to be a magic fix. That's not how this works. Obtaining a higher quality of life requires intentional and concentrated effort. Modern holistic well-being isn't a short-lived goal. It's a lifelong pursuit and having a vision provides the situational awareness necessary to achieve it. So you're probably wondering how to build a better life. If you want a life of meaning and fulfillment, then holistic development should be your priority. To maximize each quadrant of your life and reach your potential, here's what you can do. First, reflect on your current position. Before we get into things, you need to identify where you are now. Start by writing down what a typical day for you looks like in as much detail as possible. Below that, write down the modern holistic well-being quadrants. So beside each quadrant, write down your current perceived score out of 10. So 10 being like, you're amazing at it, or it's a high score, zero being your absolute shit show. So it should look something like the example I put on screen. You may rate the mind at five, body four, spirit three, and money three. Following that, write down a reason for why you gave yourself each score and try to be as honest and objective as possible. This will give you a baseline score for later on. Second, you want to choose your future. Now that you've identified your current state, we need to identify your desired state. This time, write down what an ideal day would look like for you in as much detail as possible. But beneath it this time, write down what you would want the scores to be a year from now. Ensure they're both realistic and achievable within the given time frame. This gives you a one-year goal to work towards. You also have clarity of your ideal lifestyle to compare against your current lifestyle. This will give you all the clarity you need to achieve your goal. Third, you need to plan your attack. Getting to your desired future requires planning. You must figure out what actions you intend to take to better yourself. If you aren't sure where to start, self-study is your answer. Submerge yourself in topics relative to specific quadrants. Spend 30 to 60 minutes a day consuming and researching content of various formats. This could be blogs, videos, 
podcasts, etc. Once you have a better understanding of how to improve, then you can develop a strategy. Four, building public. Since you're on the path of holistic improvement, it only makes sense to document your journey. And where better to do that than social media? Not only does it create a public journal that you can look back on, but it lets people join along the journey and see your progress too. Couple this with some social media growth strategies and you'll be on your way to growing a following. Five, become a business of one. So now you're growing an audience, but you're getting results for yourself. The only logical progression from here is to help people get results of the same manner for themselves. You can do this by starting a one person business. I've spoken about this in previous videos. If you don't know anything about business, then spend 30 to 60 minutes a day learning so. I want you to start with the fundamentals and I advise that you educate yourself on marketing, offers, sales, and traffic. Six, start with the service. You may not know it or believe it yet, but with your newly acquired first-hand experience, you are able to help other people. You are no different from a math tutor. They teach what they've learned, so why can't you? Don't let any of this limiting belief shit get involved. Just don't, I've been there, you'll waste a lot of time. But again, why can't you teach people what you've learned? If you've managed to better your body, then you're capable of teaching another person how to do so. And now you're using that skill to improve the money quadrant. So it's like not only you're improving your body, but you're also improving the money quadrant. That's like a win-win. You're improving two at the same time. Double bonus. And the bonus of this is that you can use yourself as a case study by showing them the progression from steps one to now. So I think that's steps one to six. And I keep emphasizing this because it's a very big piece. And I had this big problem. Your self-limiting beliefs are going to tell you otherwise, but do not listen to them. Fuck them. No, seriously, do not listen to them. Seven, productize your results. In addition to your own results, over time you'll get more client results. This is validation that your process works. Now it's time to transition from a service to a product. Remember the audience that you were growing by documenting your progress? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. That's who you're gonna sell to. Bundle your proven process into a product and distribute it using your foundational business skills. So from the steps we learned prior. Eight, create digital leverage. Productizing your service will help you regain the time that you lost servicing the clients. Your new aim becomes building an email list of buyers. You can do this by writing and sending out a weekly newsletter and promoting your products throughout it. If you're looking for a more detailed explanation of all these steps, then check out my other video, how to monetize your skills and interests. And the last step nine, live within your means. And I wanted to add a quote by Naval, seek wealth, not money or status. Wealth is having assets that earn while you sleep. Money is how we transfer time with wealth. Status is your place in the social hierarchy. And I think it's a great explanation, not regarding necessarily the social hierarchy part, but in terms of earning whilst you sleep, which is a whole conversation in itself and we're not gonna get into that today. Anyways, at this point, you should be making a profitable income from your products. This is where you can use your newly found freedom to enhance your life even further. Since income tends to be the most problematic area of people's lives, it only makes sense to put more emphasis on it. Again, the mind, body, and spirit are all important. I'm not writing those off, but money has the ability to raise the threshold of all other quadrants. Like I said before, you get financial freedom, you have location freedom, and time freedom. That is the ultimate freedom that we all want. The more disposable income accessible, the more options available. You can improve your living conditions by purchasing a house in a nice area. You can improve your consumption by purchasing better foods. You can improve your self-care by purchasing higher quality products. These are just a few examples. These all compound to result in a higher quality of living. Listen, let's make things clear. I'm not telling you to overspend or upgrade your lifestyle too much. No, 
I'm telling you to do what's necessary to sustain your new lifestyle and continue your journey of holistic development. And more importantly, enjoy what you've built. That's the end of this one. YouTube stuff, like, share, comment, subscribe, blah, blah, blah. Subscribe to the AR Letter, which is a weekly newsletter that goes out every single Saturday talking about life and business. If you're looking for one-to-one -one help, there's a link in the description for that. There's also a link for a pro-action planner, which will help you improve your life and productivity down there too. Yeah, I think that's everything. See you next time.